Greetings, this is Carl Richards, and you are listening to Behavior Gap Radio, which is the podcast for real financial advisors all over the world. I had a breakthrough the other day, learned something about myself that was incredibly helpful, and I want to try and share this story, this experience with you in hopes that it might be helpful for you. And at the very least, it will be therapeutic for me to tell you about it. So I, you know, for years, and I don't know how long, I don't know if this goes all the way back to elementary school or whatever, but it's certainly been the last 20 or 30 years. I've been, I I don't know what the right word is. Like anxious is not the word that I'm looking for. You know, stressed is not necessarily the word, although that might be the right thing. You know, I've been stressed and, and, and the way, actually, maybe the best way to describe it is for the last 20 years, my life has always been full gas, until I crash and have to be no gas. <laughs> and I was wondering where this came from. And, and, and maybe it's easiest to explain with, um, if you remember Andy Grove, who was the CEO of Intel, he wrote that book called Only the Paranoid Survive. And I, I've since realized that's just total, total dangerous garbage. <laughs> I'm sure maybe it's useful for some people, but I think it's total dangerous garbage. But I think I bought into that idea that like you had to be kind of stressed, worried, fearful, and anxious, and always kind of trying to produce stuff. And the way this played out is fascinating to me. And and this is what I the breakthrough for me was. I realized that for as long as I can remember, I've been very uncomfortable with excess, with with slack in the system that if I wasn't always sort of pushing the limits, and this this played out, you know, mountain biking, rock climbing, you know, adventure motorcycling, you know, whatever it was, and then it played out in, in work and my creative output, it was like, if you're not pushing the limit, and I, I want you to understand, I'm trying to be clear about the way this all plays out in our lives, because I know from talking to many of you that you feel the same way. Like, I have friends that have said to me recently, oh, I don't have time for sleep. You'll, I'll get sleep when I die. Take a nap, you know, do something restorative, go to yoga or get a massage like that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I, I even had a friend once who I told I'm going to yoga and he said, I'm going to get you a testosterone shot, right? I remember that tent. That was probably 15 years ago. So this idea is sort of, it's, it's pervasive when we're producers, creators, we are supposed to be doing that. We're going to measure and we're going to, and, and we're going to be putting out output and anything. And, and we think that that means full gas all the time. And the way the breakthrough for me was realizing like, wow, that's so interesting. I've never, I'm not comfortable and I'm learning this is changing for me. And it's been amazing over the last year or two, but I'm not comfortable with excess or slack in the system. Meaning anytime there is extra, time, money, or energy, I spend it. You know what I mean? Like I don't reinvest it. Let me help you understand this from maybe we'll use physical for a, an explanation. So I rode my road bike and mountain bike, you know, competitively. And by no means do I mean like I was kind of, for those of you who ride, I was a middle of the pack rider. I, when I say competitively, I'm trying to be careful here. We did a couple of races a year. And the one race we focused on was this really long race, 206 miles in one day, you know, eight to 10 hour, eight to 11 hours on the bike, depending on how, you know, how your day went. And, 
So we we're always training for that. And we would ride when I lived in Las Vegas, we'd ride a lot. And, you know, like, I don't know, four or five times a, a week for sure. And almost every time we'd ride, we'd go hard. And, you, you know, like I, those of you who ride, you know what I mean? Like medium hard, right? It was always like Tuesday morning World Cups, you know, the, the race. So my point is there was never easy days. Of course, after, you know, six or seven years of that, I burned out and uh, sort of adrenal fatigue and overtrained and just couldn't go anymore. And so I start taking a break. And then the moment I feel a little better, I'd go right hard again. See, there's the slack shows up in the system. I feel a little better. And instead of reinvesting it, and this is the big breakthrough for me, like instead of reinvesting that in things that would be restorative, like continue to rest, take a nap, I go out and spend that extra energy I finally found in the form of riding hard again. And the same thing creatively. Like I've been working really hard recently to build a little bit of space in the system, in my schedule mainly, because I realize that space in the schedule, blocks of unstructured time, is not a reward for doing good work. If you want to do good work for a long, you know, like a long career, it's not a reward. It's a prerequisite. You have to build slack into the system in order to continue to do creative work for the long haul. I'm sure you could just bust out years of incredible creative work and then burn out and find yourself a broken heap of alcoholism. There's got to be rest built in the system. And sometimes those you know, sometimes those projects, maybe they're like six months, maybe they're two year, like intense hard work projects, but you just can't go right into the next one. And sometimes they're like one week, like you got to build a little bit of slack. Hey, make sure on, take, take a Friday every once in a while and don't do anything. And we've been working really hard to have a little bit of slack in the system because I was burning out creatively and we've got it now. Like we've, we've got it. And I woke up just earlier this week and thought, Whoa, look at this. I've got some space. I should write another book. <laughs> I mean, we're already working on one book. I was like, no, let's add. I've got these two other ideas. Let's add it. And my partner here said to me, whoa, whoa, whoa no, no, no. Like, you're not going to be able to keep that up. You need to reinvest that time. Right. So now we've used an example physically. We've used an example creatively at work. It's the same idea behind just saying, wait a second. Let's reinvest that time, that energy, and that money into the system. And I've realized this plays out with money too. How many of you do crazy things like, and I'm not saying this is bad, but you know, like have kind of the hidden account that maybe your spouse doesn't even know about. But in, in my case, my spouse absolutely knows it's about, let's just be clear about this. But we both sort of played this game where we're like, hey, let's open an account over there and let's not have a online login and let's kind of try to forget about it. So you're constant because, and, and let's keep our checking account balances really low. So we're constantly bumping up against zero. We're constantly bumping up against overdraft as the penalty. So, and, and oh, that will create stress. So we won't overspend. So much of the budgeting advice in the world is built around that same idea, like create scarcity so that you'll behave right? But creating scarcity actually in a 
literal sense creates stress. I've started to wonder, like, what would it feel like to just know, hey, look, my checking account has tons of money in it, right? I don't have to worry. I'm okay with that. I'm not going to run out and spend it because I'm reinvesting that. Just because it's there doesn't mean it needs to be spent. This was a huge breakthrough for me. This whole, to put it in a model around reinvesting, you know, a model that makes sense for me, sort of given our background of reinvesting dividends, right? Like we all know how powerful that is. And the compounding effect is the other amazing thing. Like think of the compounding effect of reinvesting energy, the compounding effect of reinvesting creative output or time, the compounding effect. It's just as powerful as the compounding effect of reinvesting money. This was a huge breakthrough for me. So I'm, I'm really working on, and I hope it's helpful for you. Next time you find yourself with a little bit of slack in your system. Okay, you could do two things. You could say, this is what I've worked so hard for. It's a reward. I'm going to take a day off. But I think you should flip it on its head and say, I've got to take this time. This slack has to be in the system as a prerequisite for doing continuing to do the type of work I do. So think about ways in which you could reinvest extra time, energy, and money. Think about ways you could reinvest. And think about ways we can start getting rid of creating on purpose a sense of scarcity so that we'll be stressed into you know, whatever it is we're trying to do. Let's, let's instead, let's learn to live with abundance and I don't mean that in some like metaphysical, the secret, that book, you know, like, I don't mean it that way at all. I just mean like being open instead of closed and stressed, being open and okay with having abundance around a little bit of extra time. Hey, guess what? I'm not so crazy stressed busy. They're, that's good for no one, right? So anyway... I hope that's helpful for you. It's certainly helpful for me. Feel free to send me a bill for the therapy session. And with that, I particularly with financial advisors, I mean, I hope it should be clear how this all applies to us. Like the work you do requires, no matter what you think of yourself as, it requires emotional and creative energy. There's no question. And in order for, to do that for a long time, you need to reinvest. Take the time to re- build slack in your system and reinvest that slack. Don't spend it. The parent, it's not only the paranoid die, (laughs) right? It's not only the paranoid survive. So I hope that's helpful. And with that, that wraps up another episode of Behavior Gap Radio, the podcast for real financial advisors all over the world. And have a fantastic day, week, month, year.